Okay, so I wanted to say quickly thank you so much for listening to me. And I also wanted to acknowledge the immense privilege that I have to be able to focus on healing myself and then share that with you all. It's something that takes a lot of precious time and energy that many, many people do not have or that what they do have is used on things like just trying to get food on the table and um, make it to tomorrow and just survive. So I acknowledge that privilege and I just wanted to mention that briefly. Um, Also, I am sorry if you can't understand some of me in this next part. I really just was feeling like recording myself and just pressed record on my voice memos app on my iPhone and I was in my bedroom and it was really just me kind of like thinking out loud. So yeah, it's not the best quality and I do apologize for that. But I decided not to re-record because I just felt like it felt more authentic and um, intimate, like just talking to a friend on the couch or something, and I liked that. So I hope you do too. And with that being said, I definitely next time will make sure that the audio is better, but this is just kind of like um, a raw and unfiltered first go of um, what I'm hoping to expand on. And so, yeah, I hope you enjoy. Bye. Recently, I've been feeling... I've been feeling called to speak up. I've been feeling called to say some of the things that are on my mind because... There's usually a lot that's on my mind, and I've been feeling that I have things to say that would benefit other people, and it came from sort of searching for these things that I've been thinking about on platforms, on podcasts, and just different forms of media. And I've been having a challenging time finding really what I was kind of looking for. And I don't know why. And I think they're important things. And I feel like a lot of people are thinking about these kind of things now. And kind of going through what I have been. And I think it's good to talk about it. Um... And so what I really want to get into is the topic of healing ourselves, what it means to heal yourself, why we would heal ourselves, and how that kind of happens and what that looks like, because... For me personally, I have 
pretty much spent the entire pandemic on a healing journey of healing myself and working on uncovering what needs to be healed and what had been repressed and pushed to the side for a long, long time because it was convenient and I didn't want to deal with it and life was busy and there were, you know, a million other reasons not to look inward. And I think this time has been like that for all of us because everything is always so fast paced that when we went into lockdown, it really forced us to go inward, forced a lot of us to do that because we weren't being distracted by outside forces, uh, you know, our busy schedules. We didn't have that kind of thing to distract us. And I do think those things, while they're great in their own ways and for their own reasons, they are distractions from looking inward because looking inward is hard and uncomfortable. And we don't like things that are hard and uncomfortable. Um, so yeah, so I, during the pandemic, I started looking inward a lot more. Um, it really started with my spiritual journey. And I mean, I, I feel like my spiritual journey has um, been, you know, technically going on forever. Um, but I became aware of it. I woke up, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I had my, like, spiritual awakening. Like, kind of, <clears throat> right when the pandemic was hitting, um, but I didn't know that that's what I was experiencing at the time. I just thought I was really depressed, and I kind of went through, like, a dark night of the soul. Um, and then I really woke up to, like, oh, this is what this is about. Oh, my God, yeah, I'm in my spiritual path, like there's a purpose to all of this, holy fuck, <laughs> um, probably in, like, the summer of 2020, so I've been conscious of my spiritual path and my journey, and I've been consciously healing myself for over a year now, a little bit, about a year, um, and it's been really awesome, um, and I've learned the most about myself, and it's interesting because there's really never been a focus or emphasis on doing that kind of work, at least as far as I can tell, in Western society, in our culture, there's just, there was no real emphasis on looking inward and um, getting to know yourself and then with that making peace with yourself and healing yourself and there's just no self-reflection to becoming the best version of yourself you could be and it's interesting to me because it's not like that the idea of that being a part of our growing up is not that 
woo-woo or crazy to me because we grew up taking gym and taking fitness tests and I think, you know, your mental health is just as important in its own awesome way as your physical health is. I mean, it's all related and you got to get your mind right. Like, it's really important that we take care of ourselves and love ourselves and get to know ourselves in a really deep and intimate way. And I guess there's so many other ways that we choose to identify ourselves that we can kind of forget that all those things don't really matter at the end of the day. And by other things, I mean, like, you know, your hobbies or like, yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff, what you're good at. Like, those are all awesome things, but they're not you, like who you are. Anyway, when I started on my journey, basically, like, when I woke up, when I had my spiritual awakening, I basically, like, woke up to just the true reality of life and my existence in it and how we're all really one, we're all connected, and how the material things don't matter at all and that they separate us. And though I c- we can't leave this material world, we are souls having a human experience, we are in our human bodies, we are in the human world. Um, so they're all very real and they're all very much a part of our lives. They're not what's important at the end of the day, at the end of our lives. And what is, is um, our souls. And the journey to your soul, the journey back to our souls and um, remembering what we're really here for, why and who we are on a soul level. And that is kind of what led me to go on my healing journey, Um, getting back in touch with my inner child. And children are the most in touch with their souls. And it's, you know, as we grow up, society shapes them and molds children and um, they change and they actually, you know, they lose touch with their soul. And that's why I think children are so awesome because they're the childlike wonder. I mean, you know, they just they play and they're so unfiltered in the most special way and they're so full of light and love and that is ultimately what we are trying to get back in touch with. We go on this journey back to our souls, back to ourselves. And so, yeah, I'm going a little bit on a tangent here, but basically that's what I've been doing for all of the pandemic is healing myself. And I didn't really at the time know that that's what was happening. I just knew that I was, I was going through a lot internally but every time I went through something and came out the other side I I came out the other side better like that I would he- I was healing I would work through something and then I would feel a different way about something or like something didn't trigger me anymore and it really it was really profound the impact that it was having on my life and other people that I knew that were on their spiritual journeys, like, there's lots of communities out there, which is so helpful, and so I was able to kind of keep up with that, but it really is so specific to each person that it really was a journey that I kind of went on by myself, 
which could also be isolating, or that's how it felt. It could feel really lonely. But that's why I want to talk about it, is because I've been noticing and feeling more and more that others are starting to wake up and are ready and open to healing as well. And, you know, I'm not sure not everybody's going to resonate with the whole spiritual aspect, and that's fine. That's their path. But people are waking up more so to their the importance of them as an individual and how in bettering themselves they can help to better this earth and society. Um, and that's and it's really exciting. And... So yeah, I just want to be able to share my experience and what I've learned so that hopefully others who resonate with that or who are going through stuff right now or who are having a hard time reflecting and they can find some comfort and and understand that one, you know, it's totally normal <laughs> and two, keep going you can't go wrong by, by looking inwards and, um, working on yourself, and, yeah, so, do I want to say more? I guess I can say more. So, I'm actually home right now at my parents' house in Maryland, where I've been living for basically all the pandemic, um, before that, I was in New York City pursuing my acting career, and, um, kind of right before the pandemic hit, or like a couple of months before the pandemic hit, when I was not doing so well and was going through depression, anxiety, and going through what I now know to be was my dark night of the soul. Um, at the time, I didn't know what that was, and I didn't know that's what I was experiencing, so I, I sought out help. I started seeing a therapist, and that was the first time I had ever done that and um I started seeing a therapist and I also was put on medication so I started that and they did not do it for me um I do want to say that therapy and medication are very useful helpful awesome amazing tools and they're super important and super helpful for so many people and that is that just was not my experience. It was just not right for me. Um, and also, I want to say that though medication wasn't the answer for me long term, it was extremely helpful for me at the time to just be able to get through the day. So definitely not passion medication at all. I think it's super helpful and so necessary and important for so many people. But so yeah, the medication I was put on it it helped for a little bit. It kind of helps helps me not feel so down all the time. Um, but therapy, it just wasn't doing it for me. Um, I think a lot of people feel this way, and that's kind of like the problem. But um, I I'm very aware, self aware um, to a fault. Again, I'm sure many people can relate. So it was almost like when I was talking to the therapist, it was like I knew what they were going to say before they were going to say it, and, like, they were trying to figure me out, but I had already figured myself out, and what I needed was answers, 
and my therapist didn't give me any answers. She was very much one of those therapists that like prods you to answer it yourself, but I couldn't find the answers. If that makes sense, I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I knew that was the, not the game that she was playing, but I knew that was the, the strategy, and it, I just felt like I was too aware to, my, like, ego was too aware of what was happening and what my therapist was trying to do to let anything actually happen, you know? Like, I, I was still very much in control of the conversations and the way things went and I just didn't feel like my therapist got me and was ever going to be able to get to the root of things with me. Um, I gave it a a good shot and then when I came home obviously I wasn't seeing that therapist anymore because they're in New York and then that's when I really woke up to my spiritual journey and I began healing myself. But it was a lot more um, real, because you can't hide from yourself, or you can, but you can't, you can only hide from yourself for so long, because there's nowhere else to hide, again, there were no distractions, and there was nowhere to go, there was nothing to turn to, and I was just forced to be honest with myself, and, um, to really work on healing my, my shadows, and, I did a lot, and I still do, a lot of shadow work, and it's interesting because (laughs) I think when I've talked about, like, healing myself with people in passing or with friends, it is a lot less captivating than when I mention the word shadow or shadow work. When I mention shadow work, it's immediately I get met with like, oh, what's that? Or like, oh, what are the techniques for that? And it's like this thing because it has a name, shadow work, like, you know, mm-hmm. but it's really just the same thing. It's healing um, because healing yourself is healing your shadow and healing your shadow is, and your shadow is the parts of you that uh, they're darker. Um, they're wounded parts of you. They are the parts of you that are triggered and traumatized and hurt. They are what you basically can heal and and then integrate because, you know, your shadow is a part of you and all parts of you are beautiful, even the wounded parts, even the not-so-light love parts. They all make, make up part of you. It's how you incorporate them that makes all the difference. So when we reject our shadow side, that is when things like denial, um, coping mechanisms, um, just all these parts of ourselves that we don't like, we, we create to avoid having to deal with our shadow. Um, there are also triggers for our anxiety or depression, self-worth issues and self-love and just the ways we move in the world are all because of the shadow side that we either have or have not dealt with. And oh, where is I going with this? Maybe it's time I take a break. But anyway, the shadow, the shadow is just the wounded parts of us. And we all have wounds and we all have wounds that we have repressed or we have long forgotten or that we maybe 
just don't think actually affected us that much, but they really did. And we just don't really allow ourselves to see it because it would be too painful if we did. And they manifest in really small ways all the time, all the time in your life, every day. And what we call those are triggers. So that is one of the ways that I really began being able to consciously work on healing myself and healing my shadows and integrating them is by focusing on what triggered me. And I think this is a great tool to healing because it makes you more self-aware of the way you interact with the world and um, starting to ask yourself why. And it's definitely not easy. It sounds a lot easier than it is. It's it's not an easy thing to do. But the more you practice it, the better you get at it. And now, you know, I'm, there's always more to heal. I'm not this, like, completely healed person. There will always, always be more to heal for everyone. New things will come up. Old things will come up that you think you healed completely through that you, oh, there's still some more. Like, there's deeper healing. But... It gets easier to call yourself out and to notice when there's something in you that is not healed or something's triggering you. So, for example, maybe, maybe like, you know, you're talking to a parent and they say something and you kind of respond in a short way or like you snap at them or you, you get upset, um, and so something that they did or something that was said triggered that response in you. That was, the, that was a trigger for you to react. Just little things like that. Or like maybe you're scrolling on Instagram or whatever your social media platform of choice is. And you see a picture of someone who looks happier than you or you think looks wealthier than you or more attractive than you or just has a life that looks better than yours in your opinion and you feel envious and you feel jealous and you get annoyed and irritated and so maybe in your mind or maybe you decide I'm not going to like that picture or you react and respond by thinking oh man like they're so much better than me. They have it so much better than me. Like, why? Why, why me? Why poor me? You know, or whatever your reaction may be, that would be a trigger. So yeah, triggers can come up anywhere, anytime for any reason. What they do is they give you some insight into something in you that is a wound, some shadow part of yourself that, that needs attention and that you can heal. So if you see a picture of somebody having the time of their life, it looks like on a vacation, and you immediately feel like less than, well, then that, that lets you know that there's something in you that is dealing with self-worth issues, and that's something to explore. Why, why do you see a picture of someone and automatically assume that they have it better than you? Why do you immediately compare yourself to that person? Why do you immediately feel lack, like you can never have that, or that that's just not your life, or or why do you feel jealous? And then you really can get to the core of like, well, maybe I feel lack because I'm not loving myself in certain places, or at all, or enough. I'm 
focusing on what I don't have instead of what I do. I'm, my perspective is a little warped. Like, and these things can be as deep or shallow as they are. It's really different for each person. Sometimes a trigger really will go back to like childhood traumas and, and really, really deep wounds that have been healed. And sometimes they're just little, more little things. They're littler, but each of them is an opportunity to heal and an opportunity to learn more about yourself and and just get yeah get to know yourself that's honestly the best thing about healing it's not like this like oh this chore I don't want to have to heal myself but it's like it's like dating yourself because you're getting to know yourself so much more intimately and the more you understand why you feel certain ways the better you can become at at being the person that you want to be because you're not being controlled by your emotions or your past wounds and hurts anymore. You can respect them and understand why they happen or why they were there, like why they hurt and the place that they had in your life, but they no longer control how you now react and act in the present moment and in the future. They're no longer in control of you. And that's so important because our past is our past, and you don't want to forget about it. It's not the answer to forget. It's to accept and then move forward without the influence of that past. So you don't want to be tied down and held back by your past. You're not getting the most out of life, and you're doing yourself such a disservice by letting your past hurts and wounds hold you back. And it's just really interesting because there's so many little triggers in our lives that we might miss if we're not paying attention. And so even the littlest thing, you can figure out where that's coming from and heal it and realize like, oh my God, I've kind of been like self-sabotaging in little ways all the time that the little things made up into one big thing and just like your life will just become so much more easy and full of love and um, just right for you. And you'll just feel so much more free, or at least that's been my experience. Um, I'm sure it is for many other people as well. But yeah, like be on your side. And that's what healing is. It's really like rooting for yourself first, being your number one fan and your number one supporter and understanding that by healing yourself, you're healing the world because, because when you walk through the world from a place of love and from a healed place, you are doing everybody a service because you are then able to give out love and give out the best version of yourself. And when people receive that, it is contagious. It's not toxic positivity or whatever anyone else wants to tell you. That's not it at all. <laughs> There's nothing toxic about healing yourself. And and it's it's not like just be happy all the time. Like, first of all, yes, happiness is a choice. You can choose to be happy. But that's the beauty of healing yourself. It's like no one is telling you to forget bad things happen to you. Or like, no, it's actually being aware of them, feeling them completely, honoring them, giving yourself the grace to to feel that way, not repressing it, not denying it, not distracting yourself feel triggered, feel jealousy, feel envy, feel unworthy, feel lack, feel all these things, 
fully so that you can then heal them. And once they're healed, then you are authentically happy, authentically abundant, authentically in love with yourself in this life and can share that with the world because you're filling your own cup first by healing yourself. And, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you heal yourself, fill your own cup, then you can give more to the world and the world needs more authentic love and and forgiveness and healing. And it starts with doing that for you. So, yeah, I know that's a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Again, I, I have a lot to say on this. I have a lot of thoughts and they're not very organized, but that's okay. I do want to talk about in more detail, like how to heal those. So I mentioned like what it's like to notice a trigger to catch yourself feeling triggered. Um, but I do want to go into depth on, okay, then what? You feel the trigger, then what do you do? How do you heal it? And it's basically by rewriting the story that's been told in your head, by changing the narrative, changing your perspective. So that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I'll get into that. But yeah, I just wanted to get that off my chest for now because... I feel like people are ready to be more self-aware and to heal themselves and to take control of their emotions and their lives and, and grow, become the best versions of themselves that they can. And we are all worthy and deserving of that. Like, it's a present that we give to ourselves. Like, we deserve to heal and we deserve to move forward in the world with an openness and we deserve to be truly happy and free from pain and suffering and old wounds and new wounds we just we 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 deserve to be free and the way to be truly free is to to heal so yeah <sighs> yeah hopefully I'll be back to talk more about this and um, I'll be back to talk about kind of more of my personal experiences and struggles and just yeah the ups and downs that I've experienced and still do experience with my healing journey um, because, you know, it's not easy. <laughs> no one's perfect. We're all still figuring it out. We always will be. But I think if we can do that together, then that's all the better. I think it's a really beautiful opportunity for us to come together and heal together. And so, yeah, that's it. Thank you all for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.